Okay. Well, good morning. Missed you guys. Feels like it's been a minute. Uh, first of all, the, the bye week, uh, uh, you know, was beneficial to our players. Got a, got a lot of guys rested up and healed up. Um, it was beneficial for us recruiting-wise. Um, it was our first time we've been in high schools since February of 2020. And you could just feel the, uh, the jolt, um, you know, of energy, enthusiasm by the high school coaches and also the prospects and the players, just seeing the Washington logo across the campuses, across, you know, all the footprint in the West Coast and out into Texas. Um, it was great to be able to, to evaluate these players in person, which uh, all of us in college football have not been able to do for a long time and, uh, and, and able for us to go see some a uh, bunch of high school football games as well. So that, that, that was a uh, really cool for the, for the prospects and all the underclassmen and, and the seniors to be uh, for, for them to see colleges on their, on their campus. Uh, a couple, couple status updates here injury wise. First of all, for our coaching staff, uh, Coach Cato, uh, he's, he's getting better and he will be, uh, he, he'll be available for, for our games. And, um, and also Coach Gregory, uh, who had a non-COVID illness um, after our Oregon State game, um, he will also be, uh, he's, he's good to go. He's, he's on the mend. He's, he'll be healthy and, and I'm glad he's, uh, uh, he's, in, he's in good shape. Um, and then, uh, you know, a big one here. I'm so proud of this guy. Uh, Zion participated in his first full full padded practice, and just really astounding uh, how he has uh, been able to overcome such a devastating injury. And I think I told you guys this way back when. You could just see it in his eyes the day it happened that he was going to be determined to come back quicker than the experts thought, and it looks like that's the case. He is still week to week, but for him to see him in full dress um, and going full go was impressive and I'm so proud of his work ethic and, and obviously our training staff and our medical staff of getting him back this quick from such a devastating injury. Um, and then also I know you guys have already know this but I wanna officially announce, so Tim Horn uh, decided to, to enter the transfer portal. We, uh, uh, we're not planning on redshirting him this year but um, after the four games, you know, he wanted to preserve his year so we definitely wanted to, we always wanna make sure our, um, you know, our, our, our players' best interests are at heart. So we, we did grant that. And then after further discussion, um, you know, he wants to be the starting place kicker. Um, and at, right, at this point right now, he's our backup. And so we wish him the best. And um, with that, I'll take questions. With a, with a guy like Zion, who hasn't played in a while, is, is Russ a real thing? <laughs> of course. Of course, Russ is a real thing. I mean, coming back from a devastating injury like that, uh, that's that's going to be for anybody, um, but for a for a, for for an injury like his, uh, there's there's going to be for sure some rust. Um, yeah, I mean I don't that's 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 for anybody. That's not anything about about Zion. That's just a that's a, that's a horrible injury to to take, and there's going to be those butterflies that first play he plays whenever that is, and there's there's going to be a little bit of uh, okay I got to catch up to game speed here. And I got to trust. I got to trust that uh, the surgery and, and and all the rehab worked, and be able to trust that thing as well. You mentioned an illness for Bob Gregory. Was he uh, available for Oregon State? Was he there with you guys? Or? Yes. Okay. Yes, it was the day after. Yep, on Sunday. Yes, he was. Coach, um, back to Zion for a second. Um, is there a protocol on the amount of practices he has to get in correct. before he can play in a game? Even that's correct. And he's already reached that threshold. 
Yep. So just like uh, when we start training camp, those, the you have to start off with two days in helmets and then to shells and then to, to full dress. Uh, he has to go through that same uh, same protocol, and he's already cleared that. Does he have to be cleared specifically to play in games, or once he's cleared to practice, is it just kind of a matter of getting getting up to speed? Yes. So no, he's so now it's going to be a more of uh, evaluating how much he can take rep wise um, and stamina wise, um, and so yes, that's that's the the balance right now of of what he's going to be able to take here uh, without just throwing him in there and saying, hey, here you go, let's let's go play a hundred plays, and you haven't played football, uh, you know, in in whatever it's been seven months. Is he above, below where he was when he got injured? Is he in playing shape? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And, uh, you know, the same thing I've been saying, I mean, it's extraordinary for an injury like this for him to come back so quickly and um, and be able to move around um, as fast as he is and to be in great shape. And it goes to his attitude and his, uh, his work ethic um, and him doing everything that our trainers and doctors told him to do and, and then some size as he was or he's actually a little bit uh he's a little more trim in a good way he's a little more trim um and uh he's he's in excellent shape he's definitely not out of shape that's for sure he looked great yeah we're all excited for him we're all excited for uh we, we know how much hard work he's put in and uh for him to move around out there in full dress and be able to make some plays uh definitely gave a you know, a boost of energy to our team as well. It was, it was fun watching him run around. Being down from 280 to 260 or whatever it is, that's what it was listed as. Was that always the intention, or, or did the injury give him time to do that, or, or was there always a sense that he wanted to get lighter? Um, I think it was more um, It was more something that, between our strength and conditioning staff, Tim Saw and his crew, and also Zion, I think they were kind of were putting their heads together what a, a better weight for him would be to maximize, um, you know, his capabilities. And so I think, I know he feels a lot better at this weight. He feels faster. He feels quicker, more explosive. And, um, and so I think he, the, this will be no drop off whatsoever in his play with him being at this, at this, uh, at this weight. I think he saw a lot of uh, how Joe Tryon also, you know, dropped some weight and kind of leaned up a little bit and how explosive he is and how he changed his body. And so I think that had a little, that had an effect on him as well. You mentioned wanting to dive into the, you know, the games you played during the bye week. Just what did you learn, see, evaluate from the film? Yeah, no, I mean, we learned a ton. It was, um, it was you know, breaking down the, all five of those games, the, the, all three phases, the good things that we're doing, uh, but also maybe the good things that we're doing that we know our opponents will, will catch up to. So now we have to make some tweaks and 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 and, uh, and fix those things. Um, but then also the things that we're not doing so well and how we can correct those. And so though now we got to make sure we're we're we're, we're correcting that. I think uh, from a whole team standpoint, the biggest thing that we have to fix is our is our turnover ratio which is not very good right now and we know turnover ratio is a huge indicator on, on wins and losses we need to protect the football better and we need to get more turnovers and uh right now we're on a better we're, we're working back to a better uh, ratio right now we start off with a, a 
one of the worst in the country after the first two games, turning the ball over and not, and not getting any turnovers. We're making headway of getting back on the plus side, but that's going to be a big, uh, and it has always been a big uh, uh, push around here is to, to get more turnovers and to make sure we limit turn- turnovers so we can win that turnover battle each game. And we know that's going to help us win more football games. After assessing those first five games, I kind of asked a version of this last week, but what do you feel like the identity offensively needs to be for this group, just knowing what they do well and what they don't do well? Yeah, I think, um, again, we have to make sure that we're playing to our strengths. Uh, We have to make sure we utilize the players that we have available and how we can get them the football, whether we're running it or whether we're throwing it. Um, we have to make sure we're running plays and protections that our that our offensive line and tight ends and, and fullbacks and, and tailbacks can and can uh, make sure they can uh, go out there and perform and execute at a high level. And so it still comes back to we have to find a running game, and uh, and then out, off that running game we have to find a passing game where we can protect Dylan and make sure we get the ball out on time. And you know, after game two, we've made some, made some tweaks. We made some strides. We're still nowhere where we need to be. Uh, this this bye week has been nice to really rehash through it all again and be able to go. Okay, who who are our best players? How are we going to get our best? How are we going to get the ball in these guys' hands? Whether we're throwing it or running it, and how we can how we can protect our quarterback to make sure we're making sure he can make plays, but also limit turnovers. And. Um, it's a continual work in progress, but I think we're, we're making strides since game two. Do you think that in, in the games you played, that offensively you asked guys to do things that, that weren't their strengths, that, that you haven't played to their strengths, that you put guys in positions where you know, maybe, maybe they shouldn't have been doing that, maybe that wasn't what they were best at? Yeah, and I think when you go into it, you think, uh, you, you probably think the opposite, and then all of a sudden you're like, you know what, maybe this, this, it's better if we do these things, and we're better at these. And I think that's, um, you know, the growth prog- uh, progress that we've had on that side of the ball. But I would say the same thing on defense as well. We've had some other player, we've had some other schemes in that other players have been able to handle and are better at. And then now all of a sudden we've flipped and done some different things on defense because we we're settling on who our personnel is and what they can handle and what they can't and what they're better at. So we're going to lean more towards those calls. Um, and then it really, you know, going back to offense in the first couple of games, it was very personnel driven who was available. And uh, as you guys all know, we had some players not available. So we were uh, definitely trying to get some uh, schematics in there to, to help our players be successful. Uh, we're in a way better position now with um, almost everybody healthy. And, um, and so we're planning on showing a lot more progress here coming up in, in game six. You mentioned uh, results unfolding around the rest of the conference and like your team getting healthy in the bye week. What do you think your opportunity is right now? I, I'm sorry, I, the, the beginning of the press, can you say that again? Like all the, the health of your team kind of getting back and the results around the Pac-12 and all that, all things considered, what do you think uh, your opportunity is right now and this week? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, so of course we <laughs> we're very happy that we're we're on the mend and and it's probably as healthy as we've been since since training camp. And yeah, I mean, you guys see you guys see the chaos of college football right now and in our conference. But you look across college football, uh, you know, teams are taking on losses where maybe people thought they weren't going to take a loss. A uh, lot of lot of twists and turns in the top top 25. 
and then you just look in the Pac-12, and you look in the Pac-12 North especially, um, there's a lot of football to be played, a lot of football to be played. And so, uh, you know, we know this last game didn't go the way we wanted to. We know we played a really good football team, and a um, couple of plays here or there, we're, we're a, a, atop the Pac-12 North. Got a lot of football left to play, and a lot of things can happen. And so our team is hungry, and um, uh, we're ready for this next opportunity. You mentioned, you know, hitting the road, uh, recruiting last week. I'm curious, you know, when you get off to a tough start, you're two and three, what do you, what's the message to recruits who may be uneasy about the product they're seeing? Just, just how do you continue to sell this program when you're having a bit of a tough time on the field? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's way more positive than that. Uh, you know, the, a lot of these guys we've been recruiting for a while. Uh, I mean, you could, you should, you can see the, just the, 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 gleam in their eye when they're like wow now you're actually here in person and we're seeing you and um they watch the games and and the game of football like i mentioned before teaches you so much about perseverance and some of these players and staffs that we went to go see they're going through their own perseverance they're they're oh and four they're oh and five they're they're two and three they're one and four um you know some of them are three and oh four and oh whatever it may be uh Football is has got its ups and its downs, and the coaches and the players that are in this game, we all understand that there's ups and downs, and so there it was. It's all positive. There was no negative whatsoever. With the recruiting piece right now, we know how you feel about star ratings and all those things. Do you feel like you're recruiting at the level right now that you need to to reach the goals that you want to get to with this program? Yeah, I really like our players. I, you know, I like our players that we've signed here since 2014 um, that have helped us, you know, win, you know, two of our Pac-12 championships out of, uh, you know, I believe the 17 in, in the history of this program. Um, so I really liked all those players that we recruited. I've liked our last couple of classes. I like the one that just uh, that's arrived here that was supposed to be in the 2022 class, but now he reclassified in Mecca. Uh, he's going to be a... Uh, you know, big time football player for the University of Washington. Um, and we have some, uh, you know, obviously it's not bindable right now, but we have some commits that we feel really, really good about. Um, and then some other players that we're still chasing, just like the rest of the country are chasing and trying to sign on, on signing day. And so, uh, you know, the history has shown that um, we've been able to sign players and develop them, make them all conference players and make them NFL players better than anybody out West. Jimmy, um, there were photos that showed you where you were, say, last Friday. Oh, there was. And, and <laughs> it, typically, um, the next day, your, your next appointment was planned um, in that same city. Were you, would you have been able to go to that game and, and, and watch it? Oh, okay. I, I was trying to figure out where you're going there. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I did not go. I did not go. Um, I mean, we are so busy trying to. We're trying. We were so excited to get out on the road and go see all the, go see these prospects, see these coaches. Um, that was the last thing um, on any of our minds was to go to a college football game, and we we need to go see these prospects who we haven't seen since February of 2020. Think about that. Now they've been able to come here in the last few months, you know, on unofficials and officials here on campus, but we've not been able to go to high school since February 2020. The whole country has not. Um, and so it was just, uh, it, it, it was so uplifting 
it was so uplifting for us, but but for those players, all the play, all the high school kids, to see colleges and the University of Washington in their building, that was our that's our focus on the bye week uh, was to go out and, and reconnect with those coaching staffs and for those prospects p- to be able to see uh, the Washington logo uh, walk in the hallways. How would you describe your role in recruiting as a head coach relative to when you were coaching DBs? Yeah, so I mean the. The difference, obviously, for me, just worrying about defensive players and DBs over the years is now, you know, I get to look at I get to look at everybody, and um, so the role is now instead of me just focusing on defensive players and talking to defensive families, I'm talking to offense, special teams, and defensive families and recruits, and watching all the film. Uh, put a lot of trust in our recruiting staff and our in our uh, in our position coaches to make sure they're going out and finding the players uh, that 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 we want here at the University of Washington. But then I'm able to watch all the film. Before it was watch the defensive players, and now I'm watching everybody. And then I'm in contact with everybody um, on the phone, via text, uh, every prospect that we're recruiting. So that's, that's the biggest difference. Do you try to take a, a proactive role in maybe every prospect's recruitment? Are you? Oh, yes. More on the on the back end, more on the front end. No, I would say initially when we find the prospect, that's going to be more of our recruiting staff and our and our coaches, which that's all that's always been the case. And then once we find out who we want, now here we go. I'm on, I'm on the front end of that, uh, just along with the with the recruiting coach and the position coach. With uh, UCLA and uh, Zach Charbonnet, he's a guy that you guys recruited, although you were not on the offensive side then in terms of recruiting. What do you see in the film now? And, and did you have a sense of him when you guys were recruiting him, or were you more focused oh, yeah. on DBs at that point? Oh no, 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 no! Because there was uh, there was other players at that same school at the same time, and so uh, we were very uh, well aware of of the talent, um, and we you know recruited him for a while. Big time football player, uh, really good size. You guys know I like big running backs. He's got really good size. He's got good speed. Um, you know. We also did a lot of uh, work on him because we thought we were going to play him in 2020 here in Husky Stadium when he was at the University of Michigan. So we did a lot of study on on him there while he was across the country. And then now, of course, you can see the season he's having right now. Um, And so we've done a lot of work on him. He's a special football player. He was a special football player coming out of high school. You could see he's that and then some now in college. And... um, it, it'll be a, a tough running back to bring down on Saturday. Just a couple things. Uh, number one, is Kate out of COVID protocol? Ready to go? I answered that last week, yes. Okay. And then also, um, just, you know, with the bye week and having a chance to dive deeper into the film, what are a couple of things in the running game that really need to happen in order to get the production that you really want to see? Yeah. So we, you know, we went back and saw some runs that uh, we were more successful with uh, that are, you know, our O-line tight ends running backs are uh, better able to, to execute. Um, and so, you know, we'll, we'll do some of those. But some of the runs that maybe have not been uh, executed as well, we know if we make a few tweaks and we get better and we're able to execute it better, we know those runs will be able to work as well. And so really went under the hood and, and, and looked at all that. And we're hoping the tweaks that we've made here in the last uh, you know, week and a half uh, will show some results on Saturday. I know 
Julius Bulow um, you know, went out and MJ Ali came in. Is there something MJ is better at, something Julius is better at, or are they both basically the same guy? Yeah, I think they're both just no. They're not. They're not the same guy. They're they're two really good football players that we feel really good about that are competing for a spot. Um, if any, if either of them in there, we feel we, we feel confident they're going to get the job done. But they're both players that uh, that are that are fighting for that for that spot. And um, just like across our whole team, there's there's competition going on all the time. And competition brings the best out of you. And the cream usually rises to, to the top. And those two guys are going to uh, will keep competing here um, throughout the season. What's the challenge like against this UCLA rushing attack? When you know, we mentioned Charbonnet, but they've got two running backs that have been very effective, and of course their quarterback can run as well. Mm -hmm. Like, what does this team do differently in the, in the running game that you know could give you problems? Yeah, they do a lot different. Um, you know, I think I've told you guys I have a lot of respect for Chip. I think he uh, really changed football, not just college football. He changed football with all the different schemes he was running uh, years ago, even when he's back in New Hampshire, and then, of course, his, his run at, at Oregon. Um, and now you could see he's doing some different things schematics-wise that uh, cause, cause defenses problems. Um, and then you throw in there, they have talented players. Uh, they have a running back, who, or excuse me, a quarterback who also can hurt you with his, with his legs. Um, they present a lot of challenges. And... Justin Fry, their offensive coordinator, who also is uh, who I have a lot of respect for, uh, he does a lot of different multiple things that uh, you normally don't see uh, week in and week out, and and so it's going to be a, it's definitely going to be a, a huge challenge for us defensively. Uh, they've been able to churn out a lot of yards, so when you can combine a uh, a scheme that's on the cutting edge with really good football players. Um, and a coaching staff that's you know doing some next level stuff. That's going to be it's going to be a it's going to be a tough contest on Saturday. Um, Taj Davis in his first couple of games had a lot of catches, and then maybe defenders started to take note of him. And you have some guys come back. I mean, what's his role like now? Yeah, his role is he's one of our top guys. Uh, we definitely you know had we we've had our receivers come back uh, more healthy now, and so. Uh, the distribution is 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 going to be uh, it's going to be more distributed now, uh, you know, across the guys that are that are healthy. But I'm fired up for Taj. Taj is uh, has exceeded expectations. He's uh, he's gaining confidence week in and week out, um, and I'm excited where his game's going to be here, moving forward. You mentioned before the season, kind of him like in conversation with John Donovan and. Things like that, but what what's his evolution been like throughout the season this year? You, talk, you said what? Evolution been like throughout this season specifically? Um, I mean, he's he's never played he's never played here before, so his evolution is that uh, you know he's caught his first few passes, he's caught his first touchdown pass. Um, he's coming off a uh, tough year last year with obviously with with the COVID, with COVID and and uh, uh, and the pandemic. And so I am so proud of him where he's at now. He's, he's bigger, he's stronger. You can see he's more confident. Um, he knows the plays. He's, go, he's able to go out there and execute them. Um, so you can see, you can just see the growth and development that Taj has had uh, since he's arrived on campus. And, that, and I'm, we're really excited about his, tra his trajectory here moving forward. Just curious, with, you mentioned Chip Kelly 
he was like uh, 10 years ago, he came in here with Oregon, and he was this new age guy. And then he goes off to the NFL. Did that change him much in what he does? You, you still seem to indicate he's a new age guy, but did the NFL experience make him a different coach in your eyes? Um, yeah, and again, it's in my eyes, right? So, I mean, I don't want to. But so that the, the cool thing is he changed the NFL as well. Uh, a lot of the plays that he was running in the NFL at the time, even though it didn't go, uh, you know, I'm sure as, as successful as he wanted it to go in, the, in his two stops, he, he changed a lot of uh, the way uh, defenses handled that type of offense, but also the way offenses are, were calling plays. Um, and I think, uh, I, think, I think Chip deserved a lot of that credit. Um, and then definitely you can see you see a transition in, in the type of plays that he's running from 10 years ago to now. Um, just like all of us, we're trying to grow and develop and get better. We know if we stay the same and do the same exact things, people will eventually catch up to it. And, um, and so I think he's done a good job evolving. And I think he's a, he's a heck of a ball coach, and um, uh, he's done a lot for this game. Uh, Jimmy, the throwback uniforms, seems like you guys might be wearing those this week. Uh, and that stuff. I mean, what's your thoughts on just the old logos and things like that? Yeah, no, we're real excited uh, that this all was, has come together. We thought this would be a great time uh, for our homecoming game. This is usually when we get the most, uh, you know, former players back in town, and uh, to be able to celebrate uh, the 30-year anniversary of our 1991 national championship, we th we felt this this game uh, was perfect for it. Um, I know our players are excited to wear the, the throwback uniforms and wear the throwback logos and uh, just the nostalgia of, of the logo and, and the old uniform dating back to one of our to our best year in the history of Husky football uh, will be special for all of our former players and, of course, Husky Nation.